Hi Triber, we're back for the next season. Smart Girl Tribe has grown to become the UK's number one female empowerment organisation. We have an event series, a digital magazine, a membership platform and this podcast. What can you expect from us? Interviews from women all over the world who are driving change and pushing the needle forward. From actors to activists to CEOs and conflict photographers to the brains behind some of the world's largest corporations. When you're not tuned in every Wednesday at 6pm, then make sure you're chatting to fellow unapologetically ambitious women in our private Facebook group, the Smart Girl Tribe Society, or sharing our ever so inspirational content on Instagram at Smart Girl Tribe. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. If you have been following along, then you will know that for COVID-19, or should I say during COVID-19, we have had some interviews go live, but I have also been doing a mini series where I have been talking to you about my life throughout this international pandemic. In the very first episode, I opened up about how tough I was finding it. It was really taking a toll on me just mentally and physically, which being an entrepreneur obviously is not, in particular, is not going to be a positive because you have to stay motivated. And then in the second episode, I really opened up about what I'm doing to really reverse that to maintain a positive attitude and things that I have started doing or exploring to stay motivated and inspired. I really thought to finish off this mini-series that I would open up and share really the resources that I have been turning to, books, documentaries, podcasts, things like this that have really just kept me going. I'm asked all the time about my favourite books and my favourite podcast episodes. I receive DMs on Instagram just every single day asking me these questions. So I thought what better time than to put them all in one place and share them with you now. I can't stress this enough if throughout COVID-19 you have felt particularly uninspired, you haven't wanted to create read, write, be creative, that's absolutely fine. Even if you have had genuinely no desire to meditate or even do exercise, I mean, you should be moving your body every single day, even if that's a walk. But if you haven't been counting the calories, I mean, first of all, does anyone still do that? Really? I don't feel like anybody I hang out with does that anymore. I feel like that's very... 90s Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss, that kind of decade, if you like. So I don't know anyone who does that anymore. But if you have completely let yourself go, I want to be somebody that says that for now, that's totally okay. We've never gone through a global pandemic before. So everybody is reacting in their own way and there is no right way to quarantine. To start things off, this is probably going to be the longest list in this episode. This is my book list. I'm going to go through new books that I have picked up, maybe pull some quotes from them and then I'm also going to talk about my current Amazon list of books that I will be purchasing, I'm hoping this week, but maybe next. To start with, the very first book that I read during COVID-19 at the very beginning, it is called I Heart My Life by Emily Williams. 
Emily is an American entrepreneur. She went from broke to millionaire success coach and she helps thousands of women live an extraordinary life. Her book really, she shares her secrets for building a life and business that you love. This book I was gifted. I feel like that's really important to say I really felt quite encouraged to read it though because I have been following Emily's community for a while or I should more say that I'm part of her community. She has a Facebook group and also I connect with some of her followers on Instagram. We have some mutual connections there. So I was really thrilled when this arrived a couple of months ago. I felt like it is a really or I feel like it's a really approachable book so it's very pink I'm fairly girly so I quite liked that I found it quite refreshing because obviously for so many years when there has been a book by a coach most of the time it's been written by a man so it can seem quite corporate but this one I found to be very approachable and friendly this is a book that really focuses on the mind. I particularly enjoyed it because I was really able to relate to a lot of it. So Emily moved from America to London I think when she was 25. She's very honest in this book which I enjoyed. I did find a lot of similarities between this book and other personal development books that I have turned to a lot of the same quotes throughout. Different books have been used so that for you might be considered quite off-putting but overall the main thing that I enjoyed was how honest Emily is and every chapter she shares a story, a very personal story about herself and how she has struggled. One thing I did really like about this book as well is Emily does focus on business side of things but she also opens up about her relationship with James and travel and really hard times that she has had in her personal life which I found very refreshing because like I said some of these books can be very business driven and of course even when you're an entrepreneur that despite what you may believe it's all a myth that isn't the only thing that you live for of course you have a life outside of your business so I really enjoyed that I also love how easy it is to follow. It's written in a very coherent and cohesive way. So I would say if you're starting out in your personal development journey, then definitely give this one a whirl. Again, it's called I Heart My Life by Emily Williams. My only con maybe to this, I'm sure some people love it, is Emily's business is very money driven. I've been very open about this. I started Smart Girl Tribe as a passion project. It's almost funny that it's become the UK's number one female empowerment organisation. I never set it up to be, a to be a business. It was never about money. So I have to admit I am somebody that when I read chapters about money sometimes I can find it a little awkward because I'm not in that position. I'm not doing things necessarily for the money and I'm not somebody who says which is on Emily's blurb or in her blurb that she went I think it was from 400 and something dollars to making millions that's just not something 
that's not where I am first of all but it's not something that I particularly strive for in life that was honestly the only off-putting thing that I found but it like I said it's very coherent very cohesive if you're starting out as even a female entrepreneur or you're now starting your personal development journey then I would say give this one a whirl it's really approachable really funny very honest and Emily really opens up about becoming a coach as well which I think is is just really fascinating her take on the world from going from not being even close to a coach to then obviously becoming an international author and speaker the second book that I have read during lockdown has been Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger. I really genuinely hope that I have pronounced that correctly. I know that she's a famous comedian. I have to admit I hadn't even heard of her. My best friend actually got me this book which was so lovely of her at the beginning of COVID-19 and I have to admit this one is hilarious. So again, it's called Girl Logic and it's really about the idea that we as women have like a sat-nav. We have this compass in ourselves. We have this gut instinct and it's called Girl Logic and what it makes us do, Eliza says, is think about the past, the present and the future. We obsess over things. It's very, very funny. This is just, it's really an easy read. It's a book about being a woman and life as a woman and how things aren't necessarily fair which you don't need me to recite now because we all know it I mean just going through the book now Eliza says one simple way to illustrate girl logic is with a common mealtime question what do you want to eat most men will perhaps unthinkingly perhaps out of an attempt to accommodate blurt out whatever sounds good and easy. To them, most things are black and white. Pizza sounds cool, probably because they won't have their worth be judged by how good they look in a fun top. That's best how I can really describe it. It's just a really funny, that's even completely underestimating it. It's a hilarious, easy read about becoming a woman and being a woman. I should probably say now there is swearing in it and there is sexual content. It is very funny though. I would suggest this one if you fancy curling up one evening and chatting about it later with your best friend. Another book I have read during lockdown has been Melissa Ambrosini's Open Wide. If you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I have recommended Melissa Ambrosini before. She is the best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl, but then her second book is Open Wide. Open Wide is actually the one that I bought. The reason why was because I was watching an interview on YouTube with her and someone was saying that this book is really about love and friendships, cultivating relationships. I believed that this meant perfecting or working on the relationship you have with yourself or with your best girlfriends. I was a little mistaken. Yes, there is a ton of wisdom in this book that talks about self-love, how to love yourself more, but I have to say there is a good chunk of it that is about intimate relationships and the intimate relationship that you have with your partner. For me in particular that wasn't something 
I was interested in, so I kind of skipped that part if I'm completely honest. On the whole though, this is a beautiful book. Again, it's called Open Wide. It's by Melissa Ambrosini. I really gave myself the rule that during COVID-19, because for the past however many years, five or so years, all I have read about is personal development or personal growth or my industry, i.e. building a business or being a female entrepreneur. During COVID-19, I gave myself the aim to only read books that focused on everything outside of being a female entrepreneur or building a business. I do have a couple of exceptions, which I'm going to get on to, but because of that, that is why I turned to Eliza's book. Again, I picked it up, hilarious, and essentially why I turned to Melissa's book. I haven't read the first one, but it is her bestseller, if you like, Mastering Your Mean Girl. I am going to look into getting that as well. But with this one, again, I picked it up because I thought it was really going to focus on friendships and the relationship with you that you have with yourself, but it didn't. And that may totally be your thing. If you are looking for a very honest, down-to-earth, humble piece of writing about self-love and relationships and cultivating strong relationships, I would still recommend this book. The two main things that I loved about this book is, first of all, it is accompanied by a, I want to say it's like a workbook video series. The link is actually in the book and you can log on, you can set up an account and Melissa actually has videos with her partner where they talk about certain things and their relationship. I really liked the fact that they added that in. Also at the end of every chapter and sprinkled throughout actually there are really practical activities that you can do to better the relationship that you have primarily with yourself. The other element of this book that I loved is Melissa really talks about the relationship between feminine energy and masculine energy. I have read about this a little bit, just being a creative, using the logical brain, what this means, having maybe more masculine energy than feminine energy. Being a woman in business as well, I have found this very interesting because for so many years, again, I've been very open about this, I started this business when I was a teenager so I didn't have a mentor I didn't have anyone to turn to but so many older entrepreneurs would give me advice here and there and they would say oh you need to be more manly you need to be more aggressive you need to be stronger you need to be harder and I really you know, I'm just, I've been coined the Elwoods of activism, that's not me, I'm somebody who tends to always be in heels and dresses and is really perky, so I was never going to give off that aggressive persona, it's just never been me, so because of that I found that part of the book very interesting, going through that, and if I'm honest it's the first time that I've ever picked up a book and you know me, Tribers, I am an avid reader. I read every single day, and this is the first time that I really picked up a book that was so honest about those things, but also made it really, really simple. I have read into, in this case, because I was just talking about it a second ago, 
the relationship between masculine energy and feminine feminine energy before i have read material about it and it seems quite heavy it seems just really academic and i haven't been able to relate to it or resonate it with it and i just get really bored and i put it away and i think okay maybe that's just a bit too much for me but melissa made it seem really easy to get to grips with I will read a little out now just so you can understand the vibe a little bit. This is halfway through the book. It's a lesson on self-love. Whether we're aware of it or not, from the moment we wake up to the moment we put our head on our pillow at night, we're judging, both ourselves and others. Some of my internal judgments used to sound like this. That was a crap night's sleep. You look so tired. Your dark circles are gross. Your thighs are too big. That dress makes your hips look wide. You shouldn't eat that. The judgments weren't limited to myself, though. They also extended to others. That is such an ugly dress. Those two will never last. Why would you post that on social media? I can't believe she said that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that. What an idiot. Who does she think she is? And on and on it went. My mean girl having an absolute fill day in the process. Can you relate to any of this? If so, I'm about to drop a truth bomb on you. Everything is a reflection of us. And what you judge in others, you are ultimately judging and not fully owning within yourself. So that for me really sums up the book. Again, it's called Open Wide by Melissa Ambrosini. It's her second book. Her first is about your inner mean girl. I'm probably going to look into that book as well. This one I found a really, I found it really easy to read. I found it fascinating. I learned so much. I love the exercises. As I said, it does come with this video workbook content if you like almost a guide like I said the link is in the book so you just log on and you can set up your own account it's a really fascinating book again I just learned so much from it so I did find it really interesting particularly learning about the different energies but it's full of nuggets of wisdom as well of course, I have to add in some political favourites of mine. I have reread Living History by Hillary Clinton and also Becoming by Michelle Obama. I love both of them. I've always had this kind of fascination with Hillary Clinton. I think she's fantastic. Michelle Obama as well, but I've been reading Hillary Clinton for decades. Obviously, it seems maybe that she's been around so much longer. And I really love both of their memoirs. I know Hillary Clinton has written many different books. I'm about to purchase her latest, actually, that she wrote with her daughter Chelsea. And both books, just about their lives, really. If you are politically minded, if you have an interest in politics, if you didn't know, I actually studied politics at university. So for me, I've always had an interest in just society, politics, economics, things like this. So I have found learning about them and being on the inside as a woman in particular, just really interesting. So I again would recommend both books. I'd probably say the Michelle Obama one, Becoming is more light-hearted. That's probably one to start off with. I also have Michelle Obama's 
becoming journal she refers to it as a guided journal which I've really loved that's not something that you can fill in in one sitting I have had it since February so for a couple of months now and I'm not even halfway so it's something that's just really lovely to go back to every so often when you're in a moment of wanting to dive deep and reflect I guess then some other books that I have read. It may seem that I have read so much and I have to be completely honest, yes, during COVID-19 I have been reading every single day outside of working. That's probably been the main thing that I have been doing, that and magazines. There are some great issues out at the moment. I have loved the latest Elle but also Vogue on Rihanna. Just both great reads but back to the books yes I have been reading a ton and as I said at the very beginning of this podcast I've really been trying to focus on books just outside of personal development that space and being a female entrepreneur because I do feel that maybe I should have a break from that at least during lockdown so a couple of other books that I have turned to I have reread Unfiltered by Lily Collins that's just so lovely. It feels like Lily Collins is your friend by the end of it. She's very, very honest. She opens up about her toxic relationships and the relationship she has with her father, Phil Collins. All of those stories I found really interesting because it was the first time that she had opened up in that way. And I think especially as a woman, a young woman in, you know, being in my 20s, it's really interesting to gauge kind of somebody else's thoughts when their life is so different from yours. Obviously Lily Collins is a major celebrity in the fact that she has also gone through toxic relationships and different family dynamics. I found that book very comforting. It just feels a bit like a warm hug, somebody saying, you know what, you're not going through this alone. I went through it too. And again, it's full of great wisdom. Another one that I have read is Bad Feminist by Roxane Gay. I found this book, I find it actually hilarious. It's very serious, but I find it very funny because it is so true. She nails it on the head every single time. Roxanne speaks such truth. I started reading her material back when I was pursuing my master's in journalism it can be quite heavy so I would say if you are looking into it then don't feel that you need to read it in one sitting. It is a book to maybe go back to but it's just such an honest review of life as a woman and especially now because with this third wave feminism, like I said at the beginning, there's no right way to quarantine. There is also no right way to be a feminist and being in that space being the CEO of a female empowerment organisation, I think it's just really, I have a responsibility to keep up with the latest reads on that particular topic, but also to gain other perspectives. I've always said I feel like I have this innate responsibility to be the every girl, and of course I can't be, because there are some stories that will never be mine, which is why I bring on so many new writers, because I'm constantly seeking different voices so I love that about Roxane Gay that no matter what she is writing if you like I can always find such wisdom there and I can learn so much. 
Another book that I have turned to is actually a poetry book called Dear Girl by Asia. I really hope I've pronounced that correctly again. May Rock. I think her work is fascinating. I have only just started this one though, so I can't really give that much of a review, but she is a poet. She's American. I believe she's a New Yorker. And she came about, or she is most well known, because she wrote a book about bullying that she self-published when she was a teenager. And now this is her second book, a poetry book about life as a woman. And I think, once again, you can't get enough of that material. I do want to share, though, books that are on my Amazon list. So I have been researching a lot material books that other women who are working in my space women's rights I've been researching what they have been reading and I've been writing down all of their recommendations and keeping them so the first book that I'm hopefully going to purchase either this week or next maybe I'll do a follow-up and let you know what I think of these as well the first one is the body keeps the score mind brain and body in the transformation of trauma I love reads that books, I should say, that I can learn from. I constantly have this thirst to learn and I have to say that's something I've really struggled with since graduating university. When you're at university you are surrounded by knowledge all the time and then when you're an adult you're not. You have to go on the hunt yourself so all of these books I would probably say are going to be quite heavy and very female driven. That's just my interest. I'm usually reading about women's rights, personal development or building a business. The next book is The Book of Gutsy Women, Favourite Stories of Courage and Resilience. As I mentioned, I have saved this one. This is by Hillary Clinton and her daughter Chelsea Clinton. I don't know what to expect. This isn't actually a recommendation. I came across this. I'm a huge fan of Hillary, so I just thought, you know what, I'm going to get this and I'll let you know what I think of that. But I haven't got anything to go by. All I can see is that it's currently four and a half stars, if that's anything to go by, on Amazon. The next one is Happiness by Design, Finding Pleasure and Purpose in Everyday Life. One of my co-workers, actually, somebody who I work with, a writer, recommended this book to me. I'm really excited about it. It's by someone called Paul Dolan. I love reading about, you know, how to get happy. I think you can only learn from things like that. I know some people find it really depressing, but I'm just, I'm obsessed with learning. I don't think I've stressed that enough. <laughs> <laughs> next up podcasts I have been listening to the first one is work in progress this is Sophia Bush's podcast I adore Sophia Bush I think she's incredibly I think she's very intelligent and very articulate eloquent so I love listening to her podcast and one thing I just love her guest choices because there's such a variety some times she has these mega stars on but then other times she has people who are really working on the ground who aren't so well known and as you know that's what we do with the smart girl try podcast so that is something about her podcast that I absolutely adore 
Another one that I want to recommend is Calm Mind, Confident Life. This is by Natalie Keeley. And her most recent podcast is the interview that I did with her. She interviewed me for her podcast. It was such a fun interview because it's the first time that I really, really went into my anxiety and my anxiety journey. I've been very open about this now. I was bullied and I really struggled when I came back to England. I grew up in Italy and I struggled a lot more than I think people thought I was when I moved here. Yes, I had some good friends, but it was a huge struggle and I found it really tough. And this is the first time that I opened up about my journey. So once again, that's Natalie Keeley's podcast. It's called Calm Mind, Confident Life. And I know it's available on iTunes and Spotify, but definitely go and check that out. She's a lovely girl as well. And she has recently been traveling and she shares anecdotes from that. Another podcast that I love is Girls in Movement. I've actually been interviewed on their podcast as well. A few of these, I think it's really easy for us to just recommend the large podcasts that get millions and millions of listens, but, or I shouldn't say listens, downloads or new subscribers. And I really want to just promote the ones on the ground, the women who are setting up podcasts from their bedroom or home office or space in the cupboard under the stairs those are the podcasts I really want to recommend so girls in movement is a another one also Lizzie Vince's podcast which is all on financial freedom come and give me a follow on Instagram if you don't already and I can send you the link because she interviewed me as well and that again it was the first time that I really talked about the importance of money or I should say having a money-driven conversation among women because it's not really one that we have been encouraged to discuss as in money's never really been a topic promoted among females so I think it's fabulous what Lizzie is doing. Another podcast that I love is Jay Shetty's. I actually, even though he's in the personal development space, I have only come across him recently when he interviewed Kate Bosworth again just like Sophia Bush I love Kate Bosworth and she has just set up a blog a personal blog about being kind which I think is so necessary in today's world in a world where you can be anything be kind and I love the episode where she was interviewed um she was interviewed for Jay Shetty's podcast and I just love it she talks about her purpose and again being bullied and then going on to a film at 15 I just I found that particular episode fascinating and I've been binging other episodes since so just summing up those work in progress Sophia Bush's podcast love and then Lizzie Vince's podcast on financial freedom calm mind confident life by Natalie Keeley girls in movement and then lastly Jay Shetty's podcast which I only came across a couple of weeks ago or maybe it was last week when I was listening to his episode with Kate Bosworth. So I have been sharing my book recommendations, my podcast recommendations but now I really want to recommend some charities. Now you might be thinking oh gosh Scarlett you know I'm on furlough, I'm not able to afford anything. Okay totally okay that is not what 
I'm doing throughout this podcast. This is not a sales pitch at all. There are some charities that I have previously worked with, partnered with, or just some charities that I have come across. As a lot of you will know, I have been in the women empowerment space for a while now and I have supported many different charities. Our events have all been for the NSPCC because I'm an ambassador that is the leading children's charity in the UK but outside of that last year I went on safari to Tanzania. It was incredible but I met so many amazing people there who told me about these charities and how I can get involved out there as well. So I've been looking and exploring other charities alongside the ones I currently promote or work with. So among the ones that I'm going to suggest, you're going to hear some animal ones as well, which I'm really looking forward to sharing. So first of all, the charity that I would predominantly recommend is Women for Women International. If you have not listened to Bruta Fernandez-Smith's interview with me, then please go back throughout Smart Girl Tribe, our podcast, because you will find the episode. It's fascinating. There are laughs, there are tears. It's very honest, very raw. So Women for Women International is an organisation that helps women in conflict-stricken areas. They're doing some amazing things. I mean, I have to say for now, just for £25, you can send a mask over there to protect a woman. If you can protect a woman out there, you can protect her family, which then protects the community and ultimately the world. I mean, that's what we're here to do, right? To change, to help things get better, to improve. So if you are in that position, then I will leave the link in the bio description. Just click on that and it will take you straight there. I know that the whole team and Brita would really appreciate that. And it's a fantastic charity. If you're not in that position, then please do sign up to their newsletter. It's full of inspiring content and other ways that you can help as well. Other charities I would recommend right now, the Born Free Foundation. You know, going through COVID-19, genuinely one of my very first thoughts was, oh my God, the animals. What is going to happen there? Who is taking care of them? What are we going to do? Do we need to be raising more money as a society, etc.? Born Free Foundation, you can go and adopt an animal. I would really recommend it. It's something I have done myself. And these might be, or this in particular, might be something you think, oh, Scarlett, I haven't heard you talk about this before. If you go and see me, if you go and follow me on Instagram, you will see I do a lot. I'm a huge fan of animal charities I think we're all in this together animals have to rely on us as humans we've got to be the responsible ones we've got to help out and Born Free Foundation is a it's just an incredible charity that really works tirelessly to ensure that all wild animals whether they are living in captivity or in the wild are all treated with compassion and respect. Next up I would then suggest the CAMFED charity which means campaign for female education and that really helps vulnerable girls and young women to create the future that they imagine for themselves their community in Africa. This is one charity that is very close to my heart and I think actually if I'm not mistaken this is the charity that was in the documentary Meghan and Harry's, Prince Harry's um, documentary they did 
in Africa that was it a few months ago that that went live maybe February or March um so if you've seen that that was the Camfed charity please consider donating again if you can't if you are listening to this and you think I'm not in the position then what you can do is share it share it among your friends your family members because you never know who you know who could be in a position to help so share the message sign up for any newsletter even if you're just sharing information statistics about female education in this case helping vulnerable vulnerable girls who needs it most that can go a long way as well and then lastly I'd like to recommend a charity that is close to home because this is British based and that is Fair Share UK this is a charity organization that fights hunger and food waste by saving good quality surplus food and redistributes it to charities across the UK and again that's just a charity that is really close to home you can find all of these charities on instagram if you personally want to reach out to them and ask how you can help as well i mean this really covid19 if it's made me realize anything it's very much how much we are in this together i think it's so easy now to get distracted by your career or what you're doing or your next thing your big project when actually we're just all humans, we're in this together, we need to stay united and for animals as well. So overall, I started this podcast thinking it would probably be a very brief 15 minute podcast to just discuss some recommendations of mine. We've gone through the books and my Amazon list, we've gone through some of my favourite podcasts right now and of course my favourite charities. Please do reach out, I would love to know what you thought of this episode because I've never recorded anything like this before so I'm very very excited for you to hear it come and find me on instagram at scarlet underscore victoria underscore clark or again come and follow us on instagram at smart girl tribe the whole team would love to see you there just come and connect join the community find us on facebook we also have a private facebook group where we are building the community every day more and more come say hi come check it out and i will hopefully see you back here next wednesday 6 p.m for another fab episode and of course remember stay healthy happy and safe